told you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass you may believe. John 14, 29 Have you ever asked yourself why does God so often use such cryptic language in order to deliver what seems to be a very important message? This passage, many would argue, is referring to prophecy, and it is God's statement of proving His existence through events that take place. God declared these events would happen, and when they do, we have a reason to believe. And while on a logical basis, there are many people who will argue the pros and cons of prophecy in Scripture and whether or not it is real, I believe that this is also an experiential passage, one that is personal to us, and that we can take to our hearts. What do I mean by that? Well, let's examine for a minute what he's telling us. He's saying, I have told you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, you might believe. So this thing that is going to happen, he is telling us will happen. What is this event that God is saying will happen to us personally? That when it does happen, we will know that he is real. Let's examine for a moment. Imagine with me, if you will, that I told you, Hey, next week on a Tuesday afternoon, about 5 o'clock, you are going to choose between walking on a dirty path and a clean path. And if you choose to walk the dirty path, you will come across a piece of paper. And if you choose to pick up that piece of paper, you will find a winning lotto ticket. Now, um, you might look at that and say, well, yeah, I wish that's the case. I hope that that happens. And all you have up until that moment is hope. But let's say the moment does come, and you find yourself on a walk that you weren't expecting to take. And on this walk, you suddenly come across a fork in the road, a path, one clean, one dirty. And you remember what I had told you before. You're faced with a decision, a choice. Now suppose that you have an important meeting that you are on your way to, that, you know, choosing to go down this path would actually distract from your original goal and purpose. But you say, you know what, I'm going to walk this path that I was told would come across my life. And so you start walking down this path, and at first you're like, ah, oh, it's kind of dusty, and you're trying to avoid like anything that might dirty your clothes because, hey, you have an important meeting to be at. As you continue down the path, it starts to get a little bit harder, and there's more dirt, and you're, you're just at the point where you're like, okay, I've walked this path long enough, I'm going to go back to the road that is clean because I have to get to my meeting. And all of a sudden you notice just a little bit ahead, a piece of paper caught in a bush. In your mind, you're like, no, there's no way. There's no way that, uh, but I've come this far. And you make the choice. You choose to start walking towards that paper. And all of a sudden that paper, just before you get to it, blows off of the bush and goes down the ditch and lands in the mud. Now you have a much bigger choice. Because you know that to climb down and get that piece of paper means you are going to get dirty. And I don't mean just the dust that has gathered on you up to this point, which you're already kind of annoyed about. I mean real dirty. Like there will be mud, branches, you're going to have to fight your way through some bushes just to reach that piece of paper. But so far, everything I've told you is true. Now, it's not about the path you've been walking on, but the question that remains is, do you believe, do you have faith? And what I've told you up to this point. And you decide to take that step. 
You decide to push your way past the bushes and brambles. You decide to climb down that ditch into the mud and pick up that piece of paper because of the slim possibility. And as you clean off that piece of paper, you realize that what you're holding is in fact a lotto ticket. And it is not just a million, two million, three million dollar ticket. It is the mega jackpot winning ticket. We're talking like a hundred million dollars. Life-changing amounts of money that will not only affect you, but will probably impact the lives of your children and even possibly your grandchildren. But let me ask you this, which is more valuable? The ticket and all the power that it holds and what it can buy and what you could do with it? Or the words that got you to that moment of finding the ticket? Now let's assume after this moment I come to you and say, hey, I have a more important message that will change your life in an even greater way. But in order for you to experience this greater gift, you must give up your winning lotto ticket. This is where most Christians find themselves at odds with God. Many of us want the benefits of God's word. We want to claim victory and gain things of this world and say, look at the success God has given me. But what are we actually striving for? Is success in this world what God has called us to? Is this all that we have? Or is God calling us to something greater? Genesis 1, 26 and 27 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creep on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female. He created them. So many of us are looking for success in this world, but we forget the condition in which God has called us to have that success, to have that rulership, is not because we deserve it or because we've done anything to earn it, but because we are called to reflect His image. Now what is the image of God, you might ask? What is that thing that He has said we are to be? 1 John 4, 7-11 through 11 tells us, Beloved, let us love one another, for God is love. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this love of God was manifested toward us, that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his Son to be the propitiation of our sins. If God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. This is what I believe the true thing that God is offering. The words of scripture are not meant simply just to help us get by in our day-to-day -day lives here in this world, but they are meant to give us the restoration of a love that goes beyond this world, of a light and power that is greater than anything this world has to offer. You could be given the largest lotto ticket and it falls short in comparison to the love that God offers. How great then is that love? John 3.16 tells us, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. True love is one who is willing to sacrifice all. That is when we experience what love really means. And so when we understand God's sacrifice and what he gave for us as individuals, now we can know what he meant when he said we would then believe. When that moment of experience, the realization that we have something greater than anything this world has to offer, comes into our hearts, now we have experienced true love, and now our belief is made sure in God. Our Father in heaven, Lord, give us this love that only you can bestow. Fill us with a peace and presence that can come from the true source of love, that conquers all sin and defeats every temptation, that gives us peace and assurance that we are meant for something greater than what this world has to offer. Lord, if there is anything we are holding back from you, if there is any tickets in our hand that is taking our focus away from you and drawing it to the things of this world, may we give that up now. Lay it at your feet. Take this thing from us, Lord, so that we could truly accept your love, and that in experiencing that love, we would then believe all that your words have to say and more. This we pray and ask in Christ Jesus' holy name. Amen.